Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Uh, Ulysses, we have a busy show for the audience today as uh, we have some more news and awards to dive into as Kevin Cash wins his second straight Manager of the Year award in the American League, something that is very rare to do, back-to-back MOY awards. And then later on in the show, uh, we will have a player review of one Andrew Kittredge, but First things first, Kevin Cash wins Manager of the Year. Congratulations to Kevin Cash for this awesome achievement because it puts him right next to Bobby Cox, mm-hmm. back to back. Um, that that that's that's something to be proud of, and you know he was his normal self in 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 his interview after he got it. You know, kind of uh, with his humor, saying, mm-hmm. you know, I never, you know, uh, expected to be this good uh you know right. uh, coming from a career that I, I wasn't so good at but no that that's that's great and i think his his managing of 18 rookies yes 38 different pitchers mm-hmm. 60 plus uh players in, in 2021 uh in a in the toughest division in baseball it, it, where four teams won 90 plus games mm-hmm very well deserve to be that guy who came out on top and get a hundred wins. Do you think this manager of the year for Kevin cash was more impressive than last year's honor that he won in the 60 game season where the team went 40 and 20? I think so. I think so. Although, Ooh, that's tough because when you've got 40 plus players, uh, you know, having to contribute in a, in a very short season mm-hmm. with all the protocols, the COVID protocols. Let's not, rem- let's not forget that. So right. I might, I might take that away. You know, how do you keep 40 plus guys, 40 plus adults that want to go out in New York city, but can't right. Who are told no stay in your hotel room. H- how do you handle that pent mm-hmm. up wanting to do things for Oh, not even the players, but the coaching staff too, right? You have to, right. you know, be the, the the guy at the helm. So, I, I no, I I go back. Mm-hmm. I think 2020 was probably more difficult because of the COVID protocols um, than than this year. That's what I thought at first, but then I go back and look at that roster compared to this roster and how much circumstances and adversity that this year's team had to go through to win a hundred games and the expectations too. What were the expectations coming into the season from the national media and throughout a lot of the so-called baseball experts? Many predicted the Rays to finish fourth in the AL East. And you consider no Charlie Morton, no Blake Snell. Tyler Glass now goes down in what? June. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough wasn't the same player this season. No. Uh, You have to navigate the trade of Willie Adamas and put a rookie shortstop in, then another rookie shortstop in. No Nick Anderson. The trade of Diego Castillo a different closer seemingly every night for the most part. There was a lot of 
a lot of things that had to happen uh, and really, really credit to him for what he was able to do. I, I, I would venture to say that this was as impressive, if not more impressive than what he did last year. I think this is a great poll. You know, yeah. if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to comment and say, hey, which one do you think is more deserving, the 2020 or the 2021? What's harder? Yeah. What What did he have to do that's, that's hardest, the 2020 or the 2021 season as a manager? Uh, I think, okay, so I'll take 2020, you'll take 2021. Yeah. I, and honestly, isn't that such a fantastic thing to to have to even ponder mm-hmm. on this podcast oh which which man of the yes. of the year award is is the one that's most deserving both guys. right that's i mean it's pretty impressive and again joining bobby cox uh, as a guy who's gone back to back that yeah. that speaks highly to how other managers other baseball writers uh you know see kevin cash right and also i didn't even mention this but some of the guys that were expected to be major contributors that weren't this season chris archer uh-huh and Yoshi Satsugo, two of the more higher paid players on the team, they were, for the most part, nowhere to be found. They, yeah. they were absent from the team for the most part. And I think something that Kevin Cash doesn't get enough credit for is having to navigate all the different players that come into the fold day in and day out. Like one day it's, hey, Joey Kreeble, nice to meet you here. Okay, let so yeah, what's your story, uh, Sean Poppin? Like, yeah. the, wow. what's so funny is there's so many different pictures. Evan Phillips, like, yeah. I wonder if some of those guys walked up to Kevin Cash today, if he would remember their names, because there were so many different David Hess, DJ yeah. Johnson, all these different characters. I don't also doubt the, it. Yeah. I don't doubt it. You know what? Cause it, I think the, 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 the biggest pro has been his reputation as a player's manager. Yeah. So I think guys really like playing for him. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's a lot. It right. takes a whole ma- I don't think he can remember all of them from 2015, 2016, Certainly. 2017, but yeah, maybe yeah. the last couple of seasons. And then of course, managing the playing time of the guys and making sure everybody stays content and happy and buys into what the organizational ethos is. And, uh, you know, another thing too, that I think he doesn't get enough credit for is the tough conversations. How many times did he have to talk to Lewis head about, man, you, you did great for us today, but uh, yeah. we're, we're sending you back to Durham. And That's he had tough. to do that 12 times. I, I, yes. I mean, like with a stone face, like, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. I'm asking you to do this once again. Mm-hmm. It's like that Bernie meme. I'm <laughs> once again. I'm asking you to do blank. <laughs> and like that's uh, basically what Kevin cash was doing to poor Lewis head. Essentially. Oh my God. Um, one more thing here on the Kevin Cash Award. And uh, I, I don't think I've got any more crazy hot takes like I put on, out on Twitter uh, we, the other day. Can we parenthesize uh, this uh, conversation? My goodness, you got ratioed. Yes, I did. Oh, my it God. Happens. People came out with gunslinging for your throat, yeah. man. And by the way, I didn't read half the comments. I just click <laughs> on the notifications and move on. <laughs> I just start away. It was yeah, yeah. You were like that. That again, meme talk. Yes. You were like that. Uh, that little girl in the swing set with the burning house yeah. behind her. Yeah, th- that was you. While while people were losing their minds. Oh, they were on losing Twitter. It. You were I laughing. Was, I was laughing at the driving range. I was working on my game. That's what I was doing. So while you guys were on your <laughs> cell phones and just uh, very well, very upset, uh, I was. Uh, enjoying the Tampa weather outdoors and, and working on my handicaps. So you're, you're telling me that, that you just, uh, you just trolled raise nation out of nowhere and not necessarily purposefully. I think I, I brought up some decent points on yesterday's show and then put that out on Twitter. It might not have gone over that well, but it is what it is. It is what it uh, is. And that's why, you know, I, I I'm going to stop 
tweeting. I'm just going to read Twitter and not tweet as much or retweet stuff because I tweet once every couple of weeks and yeah. there always seems to be some sort of issue one way or the other. But one last thing on the Kevin Cash manager of the year conversation. Uh, as of today, as of right now, do you think he is more accomplished or has done a better job than Joe Madden did in a raise slash double raise uniform? No. Hmm. No, we've talked about this again, longer sample size for Joe Madden more. more and, and so the success is there. Uh, okay. And, and let's be honest, it's a little bit more difficult to get the stink of the devil Ray mm-hmm. into becoming a, Hey, we're good. Hey, pay attention to us that Joe Madden had to go through. Than what Kevin Cash is, which was basically receive the baton yeah. from Joe Madden, receive a baton that contained a World Series appearance, two pen uh, two division, uh, uh, you know, banners, uh, right. wild card entries. You know, he was receiving all of this. So I think not only because of the larger sample size, but man, it's tough being the guy that wore the actual green and mm-hmm. white as a manager and having to say, no, 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 we're not those people anymore. So I got to still give more credit to Joe Madden. And I know it's not all about awards, but Joe Madden does have three, but we're all three with no, the Okay. No. Fair enough. But, totally. but uh, those are very good points. And I, this is one of those debates and conversations that it's a positive one. It's like, which guy has had more success <laughs> yeah. with the race, but I will say in, in Kevin cash is backing him up a little bit is the, I mean, you look at Joe Madden and yes, there was the transition from Devil Rays era to Rays era, but he had a lot of studs in those early uh, Rays days with Longo and and Crawford and and Zobrist. He had some seven, eight war players uh, year in and year out. And I think the pitching staff was easier to manage back then compared to nowadays where it was like, all right, James Shields, give us eight or nine innings. Okay, David Price, give us seven or eight innings. Okay, Matt Garza, give us seven or eight innings. Like it was roll out the starter, use a reliever, use the closer that you signed in free agency. And that's the thing. That's why it's it's you can't always get what you want. The stones are, are, are right because yeah. if you could, then you would say, let me take that pitching from Madden's era and I'll take the hitting from mm. Kevin Cash. So let's not forget that. Uh, Joe Madden was trying to yes. put Rit Brignac, Elliot Johnson, and Sean Rodriguez and actually get runs. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? So I understand where you're coming from, but Joe Madden also had it tough with the lineup. And I will say this. Joe Madden, something he had to do was because that was a point in time where shifts were so foreign and some of the things that the Rays were doing were so foreign. Getting the players, getting the coaching the staff on board with that was very important. But on the flip side, uh, there was a larger, assuming you get players and coaches to buy in, there was a larger, I feel, advantage with the market inefficiency because other teams weren't doing what the Rays were doing. Nowadays, every team has an analytic department and data scientist and uh, and, and all the the metrics and all the technology where trying to get that that new frontier isn't mm-hmm. necessarily there. The Rays are trying to do it with different things, such as the opener, opener and so yeah. forth. But uh, I feel like that's something where the playing field is even. So that's even put more onus on, on Kevin Cash to be able to perform. It's crazy because I've heard there's some people that have worked in front offices that have said that the difference between 
a great manager and an average or a bad manager, it could be like eight to 10 wins. Yeah. And that isn't, and, it doesn't, isn't that a kick in, you know, where, yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. But that, that's the gig that, that, that's what they sign up for. And you know what? Kevin Cash is here to stay for a yeah. long, long time. I think it's as long as Brendan Lau's contract. So don't fret Kevin Cash fans. Those with Kevin mm-hmm. Cash jerseys. Don't he's, he's the he's the wasn't there a poll that we put up that he was the the, the, the face of the franchise? That's our manager go. is the face of the franchise. Forty four year old <sighs> Kevin Cash. That I'm not I'm I'm so not on board with having a manager be the face of the franchise. But you know I'll, I'll tell you what I'm on board for. I'm on board for built bars because yeah. it's that time of the year. You know Thanksgiving is coming up. All of the good food and treats and plenty of them. But if you want a yummy dessert. You don't want something that's full of calories and sugar. No, I want something that is low in sugar, low in fat, low in carbs, and it has high protein. That's Built Bar, and it's covered in 100% real chocolate. You all know what you've got to do. You go to Built.com, and then you choose all of your flavors. You get a mixed flavor box if you can't make up your mind. And right before you hit that purchase button, you say, wait, hold up, hold up. I got a promo code and it's locked 15. It's L O C K E D one five and you get 15% off. And you know what? Maybe you can brag about that to aunt Betty in Thanksgiving. Hey, and Betty, here's a built bar. And by the way, that was 15% off because I use promo code locked 15 at built.com. Okay. Ulysses moving along from the Kevin cash conversation uh player review time we've got to fit this and squeeze this into a couple segments andrew kittredge what went well what went wrong his future with the team and we'll give him a grade at the end let's dive right into the reliever what went well for kitty andrew kittredge <laughs> aka what's my nick who does he look like uh, the doppelganger uh paul giamatti paul giamatti the, there we the go beard. yeah yeah without the sans beard. beard sans beard uh look uh, a lot went right for mm-hmm. andy uh kit can we, andy kit has anybody ever go. called him and uh, andrew kittredge that does sound like a baseball player as well yeah andy kit and uh, batting fifth playing third base <laughs> so andrew kittredge i mean he was fantastic of course we all know that he was an all-star but let's go into the big numbers 71 and two-thirds innings pitched 77 strikeouts in those 71 uh, uh, two-thirds innings pitch, a 188 ERA. He had a walk rate of 5.30, K rate of 27.30, and a whip. I love this whip. 0.98. He was a 1.F4 player. Everything seemed to go right for for Kittredge. And when I say everything seemed to go right, you can just go up and down all of his appearances – throughout the game itself and you can see first second third fourth every single Mm -hmm. inning he was a part of and he succeeded in that role i mean he was the most assured guy in this bullpen no doubt from day one until day 162 yeah no very good points there and let's remember that he was signed as a minor league free agent he signed a minor league contract i should say right uh, after coming off that terrible ucl sprain that he suffered in 2020 in a game against the boston red sox so the expectations were i think pretty low nobody yeah we didn't have hey andrew kittredge is going to be the best reliever for the rays this year right. coming out of spring training i don't think many people expected that but uh he showed at least if we look at everything from game one to the last game his velocity actually improved on his sinker and slider. And, uh, 
you know, you, you mentioned some of the, the, the strikeout rate and the walk rate, but the chase rate, the chase rate was yes. the best in baseball, 100th percentile. Isn't that crazy? According to Baseball Savant, he also had a really, really excellent ground ball rate. And what I liked about Kittredge and what he showed this year, uh, I call him a triangle pitcher because come. he has the four-seam pitcher that he uses occasionally, yes. four-seam pitch at the top of the zone. He has the sinker down and in and the slider down and away. Makes a little triangle. Ooh. And he executes that pretty darn well and he was effective against lefties and righties uh he was most effective in high leverage situations in fact his numbers are better in high leverage situations compared to medium and low leverage and if you look at a lot of his strikeouts um they are if you go back and see the video where the catcher sets up he hits his spot most every time on the put away pitch the catcher sets up down and away he hits it down away. It's not like catcher sets up down and away and catcher actually accidentally threw it up and in, but he got away with it. No, where Mejia and Zanino set up that glove. He hit that glove most every time on a strikeout. Pitch. It's the two C's you want to No, It's the two C's. No, it's the two C's. <laughs> there Sorry, we folks. go. Uh, We're on video here. Two C's you want to hit pitcher command and control mm -hmm. and he got that and i love that you you point that out because while you were seeing him during the regular season it was as if he was just throwing bp sometimes yeah. or just playing cat he just rears he, back he and just throws rears, it yeah he and it's a strong 97 98 and i yeah. want to highlight the slider a little bit because that was devastating hitters batted 195 on it and slugged 301 mm. that slider plays and it plays real well um i, I as as far as you know negatives kevin yeah let's go ahead and move on i mean there's not a ton from a guy who put up the numbers he had it's a struggle to find the yeah. negatives if I, if i had to you know nitpick here yes uh because that's what a player review is we we nitpick people uh he came to earth post all-star mm -hmm. um the all-star game i think his era went from 147 to 251 i don't think i know that 147 to 251 in 15 innings pitch less post all-star game he allowed more hits and a lot more runs yeah so could that be him getting a little bit tired uh let's remember he has never pitched this much before in the major leagues i mean his his career high was 49 and two-thirds mm -hmm. he pitched 71 and two-thirds yeah this year so i think there was some fatigue to talk about kit and and you know, people were talking about uh, uh, to us um, in September, like, oh, is the bullpen imploding too much? Yeah. Kittress was was kind of part of that. No, I agree. I think there's a lot of credence and merit into he probably ran out of steam in September in early October. In fact, yeah. as I mentioned, his his velocity was higher on the year compared to 2019 and 2020. But if you look at his last couple appearances, you know, the sinker might have been 93 and 94 instead of 95 to 7 as it was earlier on in the season. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if there was as much bite and movement on his pitches compared to pre-All-Star break. I mean, yeah. you look at some of those series where he, I mean, in September and October combined, not counting the, the playoffs, this is regular season, a 5.59 ERA and nine and two-thirds innings, 14 hits, seven runs, six earned. Uh, he gave up three homers in his last five appearances. I mean, we remember those games against yeah. the Detroit Tigers where it was like a hanging sinker or a hanging slider. Wait, and, did you say three home runs in September? Yeah. Uh, he allowed seven in the year. Exactly. So, 
Yes. So yeah. And, and also some of this may be, he did have an IL stint. He did have neck yes. tightness. Um, and I, I honestly thought at the time it was like a phantom injury that it was a, a way to give him some rest, but I, and it, it might've been a combination of a couple of things. I mean, this, this guy had only in 2020 thrown what, like eight or nine innings, 10 innings yeah. before. So you add all that. I mean, that's a, that's a huge ramp up for a guy like Kittredge. And, uh, what you noticed sometimes that, um, and even when he did get outs later on in the season, they were loud outs. There were some, yes. uh, is Austin Meadows going to make this catch at the warning track? Whoa, or he is, oh, <laughs> he barely got this ball. Look at that. So there was some going. of that. And yeah. I think maybe, you know, getting, because he did have such a high ground ball rate. And again, you, that's why you build a good baseball team. You have really right. good defenders behind you and you play in Tropicana field pitchers, friendly ballpark. I think he uh, had some, some benefit from that because if you look, his expected ERA was actually supposed to be, or was three Oh one and his FIP was three Oh three. So mm-hmm. not bad numbers by any means, no. but quite a mark higher than what his ERA shows. So when people say, Oh, well, I'd rather get a starter. I got I'd rather get a starter than, than a bullpen guy. I say, who well, then who's your bullpen guy? Because I can't put all my green Skittles on Andrew yeah. Kittredge repeating 2021 in 2022. I can't. Can you put green Skittles on that, Kevin? I love how you mentioned green Skittles. There might have to be a prop bet involving Andrew Kittredge. Ooh. And the only place that I think you can do that or find that would be Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever before. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That includes baseball as well. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. Bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and it is where the game starts. Okay, Ulysses, looking at, uh, we went through what went right and what went wrong with Andrew Kittredge. Now his future with the team, according to baseball reference anyway, he is arbitration eligible this year and will be a free agent in 2025. I assume he will be on the Rays this upcoming season. However, I could also see a scenario where the Rays maybe sell high on him as well. Who, Who knows with this franchise, quite frankly? Well, I guess it would depend on 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 the salary, right? But yeah, I I wouldn't. I if, is Andrew Kittredge going to have another? This was his career year. He can't repeat this again ever, can he? I, I, I'm I'm race nation. Where would you put your green skittles on? Yeah, that he's going to be now this guy forever, or that this was a peak in his career. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of baseball. You have to, and I lo- and I know that locked on race listeners have seen a lot of baseball too relievers are volatile yes it's okay to have a career year i Mm. i i would venture that this is probably his career year now does that mean that he's going to be a five year a a reliever no i don't think so is would i pay you know would i have him on on the roster for a couple million which is probably what he's gonna get paid Mm -hmm. right like 1.5 maybe two mil yeah, I mean, you can't be that cheap, right, Stu? Um, so, well, can't I think well, you can? 
Oh, contraire, sir. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I got a good one for you. No. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope he stays. I don't think he's going to repeat what he did in 2021, which is completely okay. But I think he's a reliable guy who has mm-hmm. shown that he is versatile. He buys yeah. in. I think that is a really, really good thing. And let's not forget that was his first postseason, a taste of postseason. Yeah. He had never pitched in the postseason before. So uh, good for him for getting that in his all-star year. And hopefully he stays with the team. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Rays do what they do best, which is sell at the right time. Yeah. They sell at the right time. Is this not the best time to sell Kittredge? It certainly would look that way. Although, again, taking – and that's why I say you've got to do something – about the bullpen, you've got to add at yes. least another high leverage arm because you don't have Nick Anderson at least until after the all-star break. And who knows how effective he's going to be Diego Castillo. And again, I, I like that trade and all, but he, he was the saves leader for the Rays, and he's no longer on the team, yeah. which begs the question, uh, Andrew Kittredge, if he's on the team next year, this upcoming year, uh, does he lead the team in saves? He had eight this past year. That that's true. Uh, I hope he stays. Yeah. I want to get somebody next to him. It would be nice. If you get somebody next to him, I would hope that that person leads the saves mm-hmm. category. So yeah. I'm going to say, no, Kittrich will not be leading the saves, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to get those opportunities. I, th- I think if you can get a guy, you know what they tried to do in 2018 and 2019, where I think it was maybe their, their best time, where they try to pair up Castillo and Alvarado mm-hmm. and like, a switcheroo one day and then the the next guy gets the eighth the other day gets right. the ninth if you could get a guy like that for kittredge i i would not be yeah. opposed to that it would be nice yeah it would be nice uh before we get to andrew kittredge's grade that we want to give him uh, i look at the steamer projections for 2022 for him uh 65 innings pitched over under under on that okay under. Uh, three, two, nine ERA over under under. Okay. Uh, and saves. Oh my gosh. They have them. Okay. Uh, 20 saves over or under. That's what they have them at. Oh, you gave me the meatball last. Yeah. Dope under. Yeah. I guess steamer projects Kittredge to be the Rays primary closer, Did which Steve as of to today, Steve? as of today, I guess he is. He, he's yeah. the guy ahead of Fairbanks and Fire Eisen and Chagua, correct? A hundred percent. He's above those guys. Yes. All right. Uh, great time. Uh, to an all-star. Yeah. To a guy that you can give the ball to at any time of the game. And he would come through 95, man. 95 uh mm-hmm. that, that that he's just a solid a i i i don't think it, I, I we could have asked yeah anything more than what andrew kittredge provided for the race this season i'm gonna give him a bump up i'm gonna give him an a plus 97 there you go yeah Not, nice go. really good job so kittredge put that on the fridge i know yeah. you wanted your gray from the locked on race <laughs> podcast there you go i don't know if you can get an <sighs> nft of our grade yeah. onto the fridge but if you can't Make it happen. Kittredge is going to like our grade. Yarbrough probably won't like our grade, honestly, when Ooh, that comes that's up. that's coming up, yeah. Assuming he's still on the team by the time we get to the Ys. We go alphabetically, yeah. so, yeah. And here's the thing. If the guy is no longer on the team, we don't do a player review of that player. Lewis Head, you're gone before we got to you. Yeah. Well, actually, I think we might have just bypassed him. But 
No, no, no. Glass now and oh. then Kittredge. So okay, yeah. So so yeah. we we skipped quite a few letters then. Either way, there. So, yeah. all right. Uh, anything else you want to mention, Ulysses? Before no, we hop I, I, I do. I, I do. I want to say thank you, everybody, too, that that has joined us on 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 YouTube. I, I, I we've seen the 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 subscriber uh, number go up, and that's really really cool for us. Thank you so much. We're we're one eighteen, man. How about mm-hmm. that? That's really cool. So, thank you guys Love for it. joining us on on YouTube for seeing the Curtis Mead interview. That was really really cool. We've gotten uh, private messages about that, and it's really rewarding to know that you guys are yeah. enjoying what we do and and and, and the interviews and, and hopefully more to come guys mm-hmm. certainly and again uh we do plan to do a mailbag episode at some point and just in general if you have a comment question hot take uh some thought provoking thing that you want to mention about the rays or baseball life otherwise tampa bay we accept it all locked on rays at gmail.com that's the place to send us that info again Thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast. That is free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you on Thursday tomorrow.